everybody. Oh my goodness. Am I so excited to be back with you today. Happy Thanksgiving. If you're listening to this on the day that it comes out, which is Thanksgiving day, happy Thanksgiving. I hope today finds you spending time with the people you love most, the people who fill you. And I hope that you find yourself in a space of just beautiful gratitude, just stopping today at some point in the busyness of the holiday and just stopping to be grateful for everything in your life. And that's what today's going to be all about. Today, we're going to be talking about how gratitude changes absolutely everything. And so welcome. I am in a new space today. If, um, you notice I have a, a now a coaching office space where I'll record my podcasts at, which is very exciting. Um, and I'm just so feeling so blessed to be here with each of you today. So gratitude. I had a friend one time share with me after John had had his heart attack and I was sharing about some of the things that he was going through and that we were going through and he stopped me and said, Hey, Jen, are you guys, you know, where are you at with your gratitude? Are you sitting each day and writing down everything you're grateful for? And are you talking about your successes and writing down each day, your successes? And are you meditating and those kinds of things? And I just stopped and paused and considered that, that at that time, no, I wasn't consistently really being aware of what I was grateful for and the things that were beautiful in my life that I wasn't considering, that I was really focused on those things that were not going well. And as you know, as we talk about that, what you focus on grows, right? So if we really want to experience shifting in our life, that it really does begin at this very basic space of just being grateful for absolutely everything we can muster up to be grateful for. And I promise you that even though it might be a lot of things going not right or not how you'd prefer it to be in your life, that I promise you, you can find something to be grateful for. If it's not just the mere breath that you're breathing or the fact that you're alive today or the fact that the sun is shining or the fact that you have a bed to sleep in and a roof over your head, I invite you to get back to the basics and be grateful for everything. The other piece I'll share before I get into my, the various things that I'm grateful for, which I'll be sharing with you today, um, is that we are, as we've talked about, energetic beings. And so we are spiritual beings living this human existence and our physical form is made up of energy and particles and things that in reality, when you break it all down and look at the very basicness of who we are, it's, there's nowhere where I stop and you start that we really are just one and the same goes with the world and and so as we raise our or elevate ourselves into the space of gratitude and the space of positivity, that it really does raise the vibration of our body and those particles and gets things to move into right order and gets things to um, 
heal faster and to and to not even experience sickness in the first place if we're at this very high vibration of gratitude and love and peace and serenity and excitement and joy and all those things that we really are called to experience. And so I invite you today that as you, as I share and as I um, hopefully inspire you to really seek out those things that you're grateful for and to really begin to write those things down and become very aware of them. Um, I invite you to do that as well, to write it down and to spend some time today with your family, even if it's just speaking out loud around the dinner table. What are the things you're grateful for? So I'm going to pull up my paper here and share with you. I spent some time this morning for about an hour just writing page after page of the things that I'm grateful for. And as I sit here before you, I feel like a very blessed woman to be experiencing the things that I'm experiencing, especially because of where I come from and the life that I've had. And I just find it to be such an incredible blessing to rise up out of those things and trade in that those ashes for beauty and that I don't have to consistently experience a negative reality because of what I experienced as a kid and stuff that I get this opportunity to really create what it is I want to experience in my life. And so for me, that really does start and end with gratitude. And each day I do a practice each morning um, where I write down the first things I start my day with is what am I grateful for? And then I write down um, what do I want to experience for the day or how do I want to feel? How do I want to be? And what, I, what do I want to create? And then I write down my affirmations for the day. And that, if you want to do something that's going to shift and change your life, I invite you to do that morning practice of writing down what you're grateful for. Writing down how you want to be, how you want to feel, and what you want to create. And then write down your affirmations. And then in the evening, as you go to sleep, that you again write down what you're grateful for. And then even add on, and we'll do some podcasting in the future about um, success journaling. And how we just don't pay attention to the successes or don't honor them or don't focus on them the same way that we tend to focus on negative things. It's kind of like that idea that if you've had bad service at a company, you will oftentimes tell four or five or six or seven people about it. But you don't really say when you've had great service at a company, you don't really spread that around. Maybe some of you do, but that's not kind of the norm uh, or norms kind of to focus on the negative things. And so that success journaling can really shift us and allow us to have the perspective of what we're doing well in life and what we're good at and <clears throat> the things we have achieved and the things we have succeeded with. So here we go. So I'm just going to share some things I'm grateful for, and I might share a story here and there. And so I'm excited. So first, I'm so grateful just to be alive, just to be here at this time of history and to be experiencing all we get to experience and to be at this space 
in history where there's like knowledge at our fingertips. You know, back in the day, I often think about back in the day, you had to go to a library and read a bunch of books to get all this knowledge. But now we get to just pop on the internet and go to YouTube if we need to know how to do something or educate ourselves about something. And so we have this knowledge right at our fingertips, which I am really grateful for on a very regular basis. And just to be here experiencing this and have had the life that I've had and to continue to be able to create the life that I want to, that I want to experience more of. I'm really grateful for the sunshine and especially living in Fairbanks where it can be dark for quite a bit of time during the year. When that sunshine comes out and that warmth touches my face and I see it on the ground and I see my animals basking in the sunshine and I see the plants grow in the sunshine and watch my grandbabies play in the sunshine. I love the sunshine and I'm so grateful for it. I'm so grateful for our beautiful earth. The, I mean, living in Alaska, we get to see so much of its beauty. And there's so much, I mean, I have never traveled outside of our continent and, but I imagine that if I were to travel the world, how much vast beauty there is all over the place. And I'm here in Alaska, which is so beautiful, so much of the year. And I'm just so grateful. I'm grateful for breath. And the fact that we get to have this breath and the fact that the nature that's grown on earth trees and such create the air in which I breathe and how intricately and beautifully the world is created and we're created to work together and to reciprocate what I need and what, what the trees need. So I breathe in and I what I need, I breathe out what the trees need. And how amazing is that when you really think about that? Holy cow. I am so grateful for food to be able to eat. Um, and I have food anytime I need to eat it. I can go to the store anytime I need to go and get some. I have enough money to afford it. There's resources in my community that give food for free for people who don't have the money for it. And there was a time in my life as a kid where I didn't have food. There was times when I can remember when I was about eight or nine years old, looking in the fridge for food and there was literally lettuce and mustard in my fridge. There were no other condiments. There were no other food like that was a huge um, initiative that I made when I became a mother is that that was like one of my big goals is that I wanted to make sure my fridge was always full. And thank God my fridge has always been full since I've been a mama because I know what it feels like to be a hungry kid and go to school and not have food or money for lunch. And back in my day, there was no free lunches and stuff like if they, you didn't have the food, you didn't eat. And so the hunger pangs and feeling hungry um, was a reality for me as a kid sometimes. And so I'm so grateful for that, being able to eat. And I know that not everywhere that is the case. And so I'm very sensitive to that. And my heart goes out to people who don't have that, not even convenience, but actual need for survival. I'm so grateful for my parents and the amazing, beautiful teachers they have been in my life. 
some of you who have heard my story might think, what in the world is she saying? She's grateful for her parents. But the reality is, is that my parents loved me. They did the very best they could with the tools and resources they had up until now. And they did their best. And the reality is that they did not have me and think, oh, how can we mess this kid up? They had me and they had the best intentions to love and take care of me. And they did the best they could. And along the way, they have been phenomenal teachers for me to teach me how maybe not to be or how to shift and do something instead. And and I really love that. And they've taught me so many uh, and educated me on so many things along the way too. Like they have given me beautiful nuggets of love and education and knowledge too along the way. I can thank my dad. Um, one of the things my dad used to always teach me is that I could seek God anywhere. I didn't have to be in a church that I could go into the middle of the field and talk to God right there and worship and things like that. And my mama, she taught me about people and that, and my dad was quite a racist dude. He was very, um, just judgmental about a lot of people who were not like him. And so then had all this judgment and my mom, on the other hand, man, she taught me how that we are all the same. Like there was no race, no difference in race when I was a child. And I was taught that very viscerally and that we were just the human race. And, um, that we have different cultures and different ways of being, but that we're all beautifully the same. And so I really appreciate those beautiful things from both of them. And I'm so grateful for them. I am so grateful for my brothers. I have two brothers, Brian and Chris, that I grew up with. Um, and I have two brothers who my dad had before me that I've never met in real life, but um, we are friends on social media and have a little bit of conversation here and there and connection. And I look forward to connecting with them and getting to know them in the future and developing a relationship with them. And, and my brothers, Brian and Chris, when I was little, man, they were my first loves for sure. You, I've heard stories about like daughters, their daddies being their first loves or boys, their mamas being their first love. Like Jaden, when he was a little boy, I remember him saying when he was like five years old, mama, when I grow up, I'm going to marry you. So Jaden was, I definitely, he was loving on me for sure. And I remember just having those conversations with him. For me, my brothers, Brian and Chris, for sure, they were my first loves. I can remember, I think I've shared with you before that we lived in a three-story farmhouse when I was a little girl. And I had my bedroom in the top floor um, on the same level as my mom and dad's bedroom was. But when I had a nightmare in the middle of the night, I would go all the way downstairs into the basement of my brother's, uh, where my brother slept. And my brother Brian would just hear me coming and he'd lift the sheets and let me snuggle in there with him. And he was definitely my protector and like a dad to me for sure. And my brother Chris, I just adored 
And he would brush and do my hair and oftentimes take care of all my hygiene and stuff, make sure I was bathed and that kind of stuff and brush my hair and braid my hair and tell me how beautiful I was. And I can remember one day they were quite a bit older than me. Um, they would leave for school earlier and we lived in a small little farm town. And so the same bus driver that picked them up and took them to high school is the same bus driver that would come pick me up and take me to elementary school. And one day my brother left his school books on our little stoop that we waited down by the street for the bus. And I grabbed those books and I remember going into the bus and telling the bus driver, oh, these are my brother's books. Can you get them to him? And I remember feeling so proud that I could share with people that those are my brothers. And I was just so proud of them and still am to this day so proud of them. And I'm very grateful for that. I'm so grateful for music. Music has been something that has filled my life ever since I was a little girl. My brothers and mom will tell stories about how I just walk around the house singing all the time. And when I was a single mama, I used to put the music on and Angelica and Jaden and I would just jam out and sing and dance to music. And even to this day, I will just sit in my living room or my bedroom and put on my jams and sing out and how there's nothing else truly on the planet that eases my stress or helps me get in a better mood or makes me feel lifted, like singing a beautiful song. And I love music. I love the way it sounds. I love the way it makes my body feel. I love the vibrations. And I'm so grateful for music. It is such a gift. I am so grateful for my ability to write and to read my little grand girl who is six years old is learning to write and read. And she sat with me this morning with her little book and re read to me some words and just the beauty that's there and how much knowledge we can gain from reading and writing. And um, I just find words to be such a gift and the spoken word, the written word. I love words. I'm so grateful for that. I'm so grateful for my ability to love. I hear that so often that um, I'm soft and people will say, you know, I've gone through what I've gone through and yet I still have this capacity for compassion and love and to remain soft. And there's sometimes if you've experienced me in a not when I'm not in my fullness of self and, um, maybe struggling where I'll be reactive and stuff and not operating out of love. I'm human after all. And so it's not always hundred percent the case, but um, I do my best to love people and to see people through the eyes of God and see how, see people, how God sees them and to give generous assumptions of people. That is always my intention and to be loving and to see why people are the way that they are and to see the true heart of the person. And so just being loving. I am so grateful for my deeply rooted relationship with God. I think I've shared before that I wasn't raised in church. Maybe I went, I don't recall going as a little girl, 
but I do know that my mom's family was Catholic. And so she brought home a catechism book, this little thin blue paperback book. And she wanted me to go be baptized. And my dad was not about it being this guy who didn't believe in really um, structured religion and believed you can go hang out in a field, um, which I fully believe and inhabit inside of myself too. And he actually went to the priest that was supposed to and scheduled to baptize me and threatened to kill him if he actually did. So <laughs> I never got baptized, but I had this book. Um, I got baptized way later in life, but I had this book and I was learning how to read at the time. And the first page of this book said, um, in the name of the father and the name of the son and the name of the Holy spirit. Amen. And one day sitting in my bedroom, I had this little tape recorder and I just tape recorded myself and spoke over and over those words. And I have been very privileged to feel the presence of God my whole life. Um, even drug addicted and super high on crystal meth, I can recall a time hanging out with my best friend at the time when I lived in Tucson, Arizona. I was probably about 15 years old at this time. And I was sitting outside on my stoop with her and I just felt this overflowing presence of God and began to sing this worship song <clears throat> that said, I love you, Lord. And I lift my voice to worship you. Oh, my soul rejoice. And sharing this with my friend who didn't know who God was, watching her begin to feel the presence of God. And I've always believed that it doesn't matter what you're going, what's going on in your life, that anybody has the ability to open their heart to God, to something greater than themselves and be received and be filled. I'm so grateful for that. I am so grateful for all the wise elders that have come before me, the thought leaders, the teachers, the mentors that teach us and guide us. I think about people like Maya Angelou, for instance. Uh, she is someone that I have always looked up to and been in absolute awe of when she tells her story about being raped as a little seven and a half year old little girl and how the man spent one night in jail and then they found him murdered and it appeared someone had kicked him to death. And she really believed that her voice had killed him and how she didn't speak then for quite a long time. And her parents kind of were done with her. They sent her back to her grandma and her grandma shared with her sister. I know you're going to speak. And when you speak, you're going to have something to say. Grandma knows or mama knows she would say. And sure enough, if you've ever had the privilege and honor of listening to anything Maya Angelou has written or produced or published or spoke about, you will be absolutely better for it. The words that she speaks are so wise and so visceral and so in line, especially with what I have experienced in my life. And, um, and just also this honoring that 
as she was coming into herself and speaking and then leading the people with her voice as a black woman, how incredible of a powerful being she was to rise up during that time and, and so much uh, obstacle and that, and she sure did rise. And so many other leaders and mentors and teachers and speakers, I could name a thousand. I'm very, very grateful for all that have come before me. I'm grateful for my grandmother. And my grandmother and I did not have a fabulous relationship. My grandma, I was my dad's daughter and my brothers have a different father. And my grandmother despised my father and rightfully so for her. I can understand where she was coming from. My father was quite physically abusive to my brothers and my mother, physically, verbally, mentally, emotionally abusive. And here I am his offspring. And I have always, ever since I was a little baby girl, been pretty bold with, with what I talk about and the things that I'll say, and I'm pretty challenging and have been. And, um, I've been known to talk back a time or two and that kind of thing. And my grandmother just didn't understand that and thought it was awful and various things that I did throughout my life. My grandma was not my biggest fan, although I know my grandma loved me. She really taught me so much about love and how much a child needs their grandparent and how much a grandparent is such a vital role in a child's upbringing and life and in their parents' life. Um, I fully believe that parents need their parents to guide them and grow them. And that we don't, I mean, parenting in life does not come with an owner's manual. So going back to those wise elders who have been there before us and to help guide us through. My grandma taught me how to be a beautiful grandmother and that being a grandmother is one of the most important roles of my life that I take it higher than parenting itself, than um, being a wife, being anything that I am, being a grandmother is so important to me. I love, love, love being a grandma. So I'm so grateful for my precious grandma. And I didn't know my other grandparents. My dad's parents passed away well before I was born. My grandma, lots of years before I was born, my grandpa died. I think the year I was born before I came. And then my mom's dad died when I was about 10 years old, but I never really had a real opportunity to get to know him. So my grandma was the one in my life up until I was in my mid twenties or so. And so, yeah, grateful for her. Oh my goodness, my precious daughter, Angelica. It's getting ready to be her birthday. As a matter of fact, in a week from today, my sweet girl, Angelica, is going to be turning 25. And Angelica came along in my life when I was just 15 years old. I found out I was pregnant with her at 15, and I ended up giving birth to her at 16. And that sweet girl came flooding into my life. And I really attribute my ability to get off of drugs and alcohol and smoking cigarettes and things like that 
because of her. I often say her name, Angelica, is because she was like an angel to me and saved my life. And I'm so grateful for, for her. And throughout our relationship together, she is so gracious to me. She challenges me more than anyone in my life does. She holds me most accountable. And if I'm not doing something that I should be doing, well, she is going to share that with me. And she is incredibly loving and supportive and sees me. And I absolutely adore and love her. And she is an incredible woman, an incredible daughter, an incredible mother. I am so incredibly proud of her. Angelica, I love you, sweet girl. Oh, my precious son, Jaden. And the gift to be able to be his mama. If you know the story of Jaden and I and the permission I got to be his mama and that miracle alone. I'm so grateful for every year, every moment I have gotten to spend, I've got to spend with him, growing him, him growing me. And I'm just, he's got the most precious heart. He's such a sweet, loving spirit and so heartfelt and so spiritual. And his connection with God is incredible. And I'm just so grateful to be his mama. And he is going to, he's 22 and get ready to move out. And so excited for all that's going to come for him. I love you, sweet guy. And my precious grandchildren, oh, we could talk about them for days. My precious, sweet little grandchildren, Charlotte and Remington. Charlotte is six and Remington is four. And when Charlotte came into my life in 2016, I got this very intuitive knowing that I needed to be the woman she could look up to. And that I needed her to have strong women to look up to. And so I vowed to be that woman that she could rise up and look up to. And so I often will say that the things that I do are really for her and for everybody and everything that will come after her and for myself. And it has been one of, it has been like the greatest privilege of my life to be a grandmother to those children. And they fill me and us with so much joy. And it's like a do-over. It feels a lot like when I had Angelica and Jaden, I was a very young single mom, as you know, and a lot of stress, a lot of um, rigorous planning and having to have things very structured was a part of my life there for me, wasn't a lot of room for joy and fun because I needed to survive and I needed my kids to survive. So we were extremely regimented and there wasn't a lot of room for getting messy and, uh, having fun and the kids being noisy and things like that. And so now I get this opportunity with my grandchildren, like today after this, I get to go home and Charlotte has requested we have a painting date. And so uh, we often love to just sit and paint together and see what we create. And so after this, I get to go home and go paint with my grandbabies. 
and what a joy and absolute miracle that is to be able to now have this opportunity with this sweet little girl who is from my daughter, who looks a lot like her and acts so much like her. And I get to have this experience where I get to kind of do it all over again in the way that I wish I had an opportunity to do in the beginning. And so I get to do that with my sweet little grandbabies. I'm so grateful for my work experience, for how it has set me up to be a business owner myself. Just, I feel like I have been planted and put in places that I didn't know that why I was there oftentimes fought why I was there and how it has miraculously led me to this place where I could do and be these things now in my life. I'm so grateful for that. I've learned so much. I mean, I never graduated high school, right? I dropped out in the ninth grade. I got my GED while I was pregnant with Angelica, went to a little bit of college, but everything that I am really is attributed to just working and getting that work experience and working with people who chose to mentor me and grow me and teach me what they know. And I'm very, very grateful for that. I am also very grateful that as in line with my work history and the experience that I have there, having this very real knowledge and experience of Christian ministry and what that looks like and what that is meant to look like and what um, the spiritual realm itself and the interactions between the physical and spiritual realm and why there's things like prayer and why a pastor preaches and why there's a praise and worship team and all that kind of stuff. And just the understanding of that in leadership, that is where I really got my first awareness and knowing about what real leadership is in a business, in a ministry. I'm very, very grateful for that. My strong and precious husband, I am so grateful for him. For his warrior heart, for the sincerity of his heart, for his incredible work ethic, for his morning routine he has always had ever since we got married and probably way before then, his ability to wake up at five o'clock in the morning and do his routine and do his thing no matter how he feels or what's going on in his life, John does the same thing and keeps his commitments like I've never seen anyone keep them and his strong and precious and fierce love for his family and how he holds us and how he holds my heart and how he has grown with me and helped to heal me. And I believe we both heal together and how we have been able to go through some very hard things that can bring a lot of shame and guilt and more of that behavior that creates more shame and guilt and to choose with me that enough is enough, that the buck stops here and that we are going to choose something different. It's an incredible blessing to have a husband like I have, and I am very, very grateful for that. I'm so grateful for the love of my beautiful aunties, my mom's sisters, they have, even though I don't see my mom's, uh, my auntie Lynn very much, she lives in a different state than I do. No matter what, I feel this extreme love from her. 
and I could call her at any time and have a long conversation with her. I am very drawn to her. She's an extremely safe and loving person and has always been this like soft-spoken, beautiful, um, strong, loving, warm, nurturing soul that I just love so much, has always been a very great mama. Um, and she's just a beautiful inspiration of an auntie and a person. My mama's baby sister, my auntie Wendy, she passed away when she was really young. And I had the privilege of being a part of her life when I lived in Arizona <clears throat> when I was a young teenager. And I used to spend a lot of time with her and my cousins, her sons. And she always just treated me like her daughter. Like I always felt so much love. I felt like if I wasn't feeling love at home, well, I could definitely go over to aunties and feel it there for sure. And she always just loved me. And I can remember her just loving and supporting me and really inspiring me. I miss her. I miss her very much. I'm very grateful for her. I am so grateful for my precious and loving, beautiful friends. I have a few of them. I don't have many, many people that I call like my sisters, my friends who I could call as confidants and <clears throat> talk about life and talk about things and it not turn into like a drama fest and not turn into like, a, oh, let's talk trash for the next hour. It's always like a very reciprocal relationship where we build each other up hold each other accountable, hold each other in a sacred space. And these women are like my sisters. They're like a mother. Sometimes they are beautiful, beautiful gifts to me. And I am every day, every moment grateful for them. I'm so grateful for my resiliency and for the consistent willingness in my heart to do the right thing. And my consistent desire to grow and shift and to heal and to continue doing that in my life and the life of my family and the life of other people. I'm very grateful for that and for all that has meant to me, all that has meant to my family and all that means to the world. It's a ripple effect, right? As I shift and change my heart, then it just ripples out into wherever there's places it, that ripple effect touches. I don't even know, nor will I ever know. And that just blesses me. And that can happen for you too, that as you come home to yourself and begin to do the work and, or continue doing the work, if you're already doing it, that that ripple effect just goes out and out and out and it just touches the lives of so many people and ultimately the world. Very grateful for that and for myself. I am so grateful for freedom, for the freedom to be and do whatever my little heart desires, that we live in a space and a place where I can do and be pretty much whatever I want to do and be. I can create a business. I can heal. I can gain knowledge. 
I can marry whoever I want to marry. I can name my children whatever I want to name them. My children can be and do whatever they want to do. And that is a beautiful gift. What an absolute privilege to have the freedom we have here in our country. And for those beautiful men and women who have given all to ensure that freedom, I am grateful for you and for your families, for the sacrifice, and for those people still in the service who still do the work for our leaders in government, for our leaders in our state, our community, who work to achieve the freedom and our abilities to thrive. Thank you. I'm so grateful for my home, for a roof over my head, a place that I can go that's warm. And I love my bed. I love the way my sheets feel. I love the warmth of my comforter. I love the feeling of having a warm body next to me. And I just love getting all cuddled up and just feeling safe and secure. I'm very, very grateful for my home. And again, not having had one at one point, what a beautiful gift that is. And in my business that we have as a real estate company, being able to give and provide resources and education so that everyone in our community can have a home, whether that be renting or buying something or investing so that other people can have great places to live. I feel incredibly grateful for that. our business and everyone on our team. I am so grateful to have created and cultivated this space where every day I go into the office, I feel safe and full of joy and gratitude and excitement to have another day with them doing this work and that we get to create, promote, and allow whatever it is we want to create, promote, and allow, and that if something's not working, well, we can shift it and that we have open communication and that we have similar hearts and values. And I just love that. I love partnering with other people and creating our dreams and living those dreams out. It is incredible. And growing people, giving people an opportunity to grow and give them the tools and resources they need to grow, that it doesn't just have to be in business that they grow, that I can share tools and resources so that they can do those things personally in their life too. And I'm a firm believer that our business isn't going to be anything if our personal life is a hot mess. And so, you know, having compassion for people are right now and being willing to grow them and see them and love them and, and give them the tools and resources so they can experience those things as well. What an incredible blessing. I'm so grateful grateful for a vehicle. I was able to get my dream car this year uh, and um, I wanted a big old SUV where I could travel my whole family in it and we could drive all over the state of Alaska if we needed to and not have to take multiple vehicles. And so that's what I have this year. And we get to ride in comfort. My little grandbabies and I could just hop in there and go anywhere and we're all nice and comfortable. And I have enough space to also bring bags and things like that if I need to. And feel very safe and they're 
has been lots of times where I've taken the bus and not had a vehicle for years and years and I have a vehicle and I'm very, very grateful for that. I'm grateful for our community. The community we live here in Fairbanks, our community and the state that we live in, the communities we get to involve ourselves in, like Inspire Leadership Academy, I consider that to be a community of people, uh, a community in our country and in just what we have going on here. I am so grateful that um, I get to experience love and joy and sincerity around so many people and just genuine want to be good and help and love. I love that. I'm so grateful for forgiveness and second chances, second and third and fourth and fifth chances. I think we don't give enough opportunity for people to shift and to, for people to come back and ask for forgiveness and be able to receive forgiveness. And I'm grateful for forgiveness. I'm grateful for the ability for us to receive it and for us to give it and for us to get second chances and give second and third and fourth chances. And that it all be good learnings. I love that. I'm so grateful for that. I'm grateful for all that's transpired in my life the good, bad, and the ugly. I'm grateful for it all. I wouldn't change anything because it's made me who I am. It's made me have the heart and mind that I have. And I'm very grateful for that. And I am grateful for love. I'm grateful above all things for love. Love is so much more great than we can even fathom, I think. Love, when you apply loving, there's just nothing that can't happen. Love is a miracle. And for that, I am grateful. And I'm grateful for each one of you. I'm grateful for this opportunity as an outlet, this podcast, this sharing, the microphone I'm speaking into, the office space I get to sit in that's so peaceful and calm, this computer I get to be on, this lighting, my music playing, my water that I'm drinking. I'm just so grateful as you sit with your families today, or as you sit with yourself today, and as you continue through the next month or so, I invite you to really dig in and see what you're grateful for. Just shift those things that you might be maybe complaining or blaming about and release that blaming and complaining and just shift into love and to gratitude and see what happens see what happens, see what's there to shift and to change and believe that it's just the mere awareness that's allowing you to do that work and that that's the bulk of the work to hold that awareness, remember, and without judgment. And then the rest, it's just allow that grace and ease to flow. So I invite you, my friends, to get grateful. I'm grateful for each and every one of you. As you know, um, this is episode 12. And so we've had three months together. I am going to take the month of December off and I'm going to be creating while this month is going through. I'm going to tell you that these podcast episodes are absolutely pouring out of me. I have like 50 planned <laughs> and there was a consideration that, oh, I may not cancel or I may not take December off. I may just continue with podcasts, but 
what I have found is that I really want to spend some time creating and getting very, very clear and doing some work myself here and also um, working on my social media and learning how to post correctly and all that kind of stuff. And so I'm going to be working on some of that. And I'm going to be coming back to you January 5th. So um, January 5th, we're going to be kicking off 2020 year 2023 with creating a vision and mission for your life and business. And 2023 is going to be fire. You guys get ready to dig in with me over this next month. I pray you have a most beautiful time with you, with your family, with whatever you are out there creating. I pray it be a blessing and that you find so much grace, ease, and joy in it and enjoy the holiday season. Um, I just hope that love just absolutely surrounds you like a dome and you are just completely engulfed in joy and loving. And if you haven't listened to my, all my podcasts or you have, haven't had time to finish, go back during this month and go back and listen to the ones you may have missed. And I look forward to seeing each one of you next or in January, January 5th, we'll be back. Until next time, my friends, may you be overflowed with love and gratitude. And I am grateful for you. Thank you. Mm -hmm.